Welcome to the Pirate Monk Podcast. Woo! Woo! Once again. (laughs) We're coming to you practically live from high above the Mellow Mushroom in Metropolitan Franklin, Tennessee. I'm your I'm your friend. Post, Nate <laughs> Said with a question mark. <laughs> yeah. Uh, here with uh, your other friends, yeah. Mondo, the fearless, peerless engineer slash bartender. Oh. No. Oh man. No. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> and Newton climbed down from his perch at the crag yeah. to join us on the podcast. Yeah. yeah. And uh, we got another we got another guest uh, uh, in in the room. I'm going to go ahead and introduce him now. Yeah, it isn't very often that a, that a, a listener to the podcast says, "You know what the heck? I think I'll jump in my car and drive down and see if I can meet these guys." But Brian Bensinger of uh, Kalamazoo, Michigan, yes, has sir. done precisely yeah. that. So, Sorry, uh, I left yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Hope you're still excited. I am. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. I've been telling everybody. Okay. Yep. Yep. Well, Brian, I'm glad you made it. And we moved our recording time up by 30 minutes today and kind of threw a wrench in it, but he made it anyway. And uh, so, Brian, welcome. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks for, for having me. Us. Well, uh, I got to tell you, I had a Aaron. By the way, will not join us today. He's on his way home from his one-week visit here in Tennessee because he made the mistake of allowing me to make the uh, flight <laughs> reservations. <laughs> he went home two days earlier than planned. I, that was not the liberal. Take that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So he's now driving. Uh, but uh, Aaron came with me and four other guys from the Samson group here in Franklin last weekend on a little road trip down to Tuscaloosa. Huh. Nice. And man, what a great trip that was. Uh, I want to recommend this to those groups out there. There's, it's a, a, you know, I think guys are built for road trips, and yeah. there's some yeah. bonding that happens that. when mm-hmm. you're out there on the road, I right? Yeah. yeah. So it was just six of us, and there was a small group down in Tuscaloosa that, you know, it's been going now since the very first 48 Hours of Frankness. It started wow. after the very first 48 Hours of Frankness, but uh, some guys have moved away, and and they were getting down really dwindling, three, four guys, so. Uh, we went down to offer some moral support. They invited friends. Cool. And uh, so for a special evening at the Tuscaloosa Vineyard, there were 36 guys, six of us, three wow. of them. Wow. And uh, we did a little two-hour presentation on Saturday night. I spoke for a little bit, and the other guys, we all sat in kind of a panel and shared our stories. And then uh, pulled everybody into a circle, numbered off by sixes, and went and did a Samson meeting. Cool. Nice. It nice. was awesome. That's nice. Uh, the weekend also featured plenteous barbecue. Nice. Yes. It was. And, and after the meeting that night, the meeting after the meeting yeah. was a fire pit. Oh. oh. Yes. Yeah. Hello. What's better? Yeah. yeah. So it's That's a, awesome. Yeah. It was a very, very good time. That's cool, man. And now while he was here, Aaron took a, Aaron brought his son Caleb with him. Yeah. yeah, and uh, Aaron and Caleb came over to visit you guys at the Crag. They did. Yeah. I have not heard back from Aaron, so I'm assuming his forearms are not fully functional yet, because yeah. <laughs> he can't, he may not be able to text or call. Um, but yeah, all reports were that it went really well. I wasn't there. The sounds. Wait, wait. So you had Aaron climbing the wall? 
Apparently. Yeah. I, do, I have not seen yeah. photographic evidence. Yeah. Allie oh, has dude. neither confirmed nor denied. Mm. Um, oh, I heard gosh. that Allie was over there. Yeah, Allie went with him. Um, <laughs> but no, I, I found out that the Sounds are doing a Monday noon game okay. with well, $5 tickets, so I took a zero day. Um, you went, you I went, went to the baseball game, <laughs> and Aaron came and climbed. Um, but yeah, apparently Caleb and uh, JoJo and Aaron had a, had a big time and enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, that's cool. So yeah. I enjoyed not being at work for a day. Aaron, um, oh, that's good. Yeah, it was Aaron good. got his chef on at our house that night. Oh. Yeah, uh, but all he just dicing tomatoes and onions was a bit of an ordeal for yeah. him, having climbed. My day. first climbing, my first climbing experience, <laughs> my first climbing experience ended with me going out for sushi. And man, fine motor skills trying to work chopsticks <laughs> was was lousy. So I yeah. can imagine Aaron was. Thick chopping everything, you know. Well, in the interests of sushi, I will not climb then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, oh. Bring us up to speed there, Mondo. Same old, same old. Yeah. Uh, I've uh, been on, on the bikes. Yeah. Uh, hanging out. Just so those who don't know, it's a party bike. Yeah. It fits 16 people. It's got a driver and a bartender. Does it have a horn? Yes, it has a horn, <laughs> yeah. and people are pedaling the whole bike yeah. around town and drinking and having yeah. a blast. And so, yeah. been spending a lot of time on, on on that bike, managing it and having fun. And yeah, it's been a, it's been a trip. Uh, I, I could write a book on the wild things that I've seen happen on this. <laughs> You've <thing>. already <laughs> seen people at their worst, haven't you? Yes, I have. And it's so funny, man, the transformation between you know they approach the bike and say, "Oh, okay, cool." All right, and you know, of course, like somebody invited them. Right. So they get to it, and they're like, "Oh, what the hell?" Like, yeah. Okay, well, we got a pedal. We're doing what? You know, a motor? <laughs> like, no. And they're like, "Okay, that's cool." And they started, and like, "Oh, okay, I see the idea." Thirty minutes later. And three beers. And three beers. People are screaming, "Mondo, what's your number? We gotta hang when I come back to town." <laughs> like, I mean, people are going nuts. Oh, man. you're making lots of best friends. Huh? Oh yeah, everybody loves you. Want to hang out? What are you doing after? What time you get off work? Like, I mean, and later, I mean, so then we get mixed groups where you get a group of three, five, yeah. six, whatever. They're all hanging out, becoming best buddies, and yeah. it's a trip. Man. It's, it's amazing how fast alcohol makes its way through your body when you're pedaling and drinking. Oh, think yeah. about it. Like, I mean, you're you're kind of exercising there, right. yeah, and drinking. Yeah, blood flow. Oh, blood flow. It's it's, it's working, Jack. It's, <laughs> it's oh good. man. So it's been a trip, man. It's it's been fun. Fortunately, the weather's been awesome. Of course, yeah, we had, yeah. we had Cinco de Mayo last weekend, so yeah. It was so yeah, that tools. was on the fifth of May this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, year, this year, <laughs> this year, this <laughs> year, exactly. And so the, this past weekend was crazy. This weekend coming up was crazy. Did you wear a that. sombrero? No, I guess that's what I did. I probably should have. I wonder what's going to happen in the heat Dude. of a of a southern summer. I know, man. I, when the I'm humidity and the hinda, uh, uh, yeah, index, yeah you're going to have to strap people in and use that little onboard motor <laughs> to get it up the hill. Yeah, I'm dreading it a little bit. Yeah. But, but so far, it's been, it's been good, man. Weather's been cool. Everybody's having a good time. So getting getting a lot of cool press, you know, so it's been nice yeah. uh, with that. So it's been good, man. Just a little tired, but overall, overall, we're ramping up for the move. I was telling Newton earlier, so we're good. You know, when it's your job to support a family, and uh, so you just lock in, and say, "Okay, God, I'm I'm here to work," right. and you're pushing on every door you can find. Sometimes very strange doors open. <laughs> right. This is a very strange door. Yeah, you would not. This is this wasn't in your strategic plan. No, this is a hard left turn. Yeah. Like it, it, it was. 
I had a plan. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. I had, I had a plan. God seems not to have respected he that plan. He doesn't care about my plan. Yeah. <laughs> like, I've I, I, I realized that God doesn't care about your plans. He cares about your obedience. Right, yeah. And so my plan didn't involve yeah. the obedience part. Right, right, right. It just involved my plan. Right. I thought being obedient, I'm going to take care of my family, and I'm going to do this to do that. Right, right, right. And next thing you know, God's like, no. Nah, you're gonna go over here. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Like, what? But that's but that's a I think that's a, a key distinction. You were trying to be obedient. You weren't yeah. trying to be disobedient. Right. 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 It's right. just God's definition and your concept of it were a little bit different. Yeah. And in, in how you, in how you are obedient to your family. Right. And, well, and to that man, responsibility. You're, you're first calling yeah. as, as a man. Sure. Man sure. Sure. Right. So. Yeah. And so, yeah. we're called to be salt and light out in the culture. Right. We just didn't think you'd be putting salt on the rim of a margarita glass. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And it, and, it beats, and it beats the hell out of selling Lady Kenmore's at Sears. There you, you go. Know, you know what's funny, though? Uh, my wife, she, she worked with me a couple times last week, and she said, you know, what she said was fascinating. She said, doing this job actually makes me realize more that when you serve people, it opens up the heart. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, and we, were, we were in a car driving home, and I said, that's, that's pretty interesting, because it's true. You know, we're just ourselves doing our deal, and it's amazing the conversations that are that are sparked. Yeah. You know, prior right. to the trip, before yeah. drinking, during yeah. drinking, and afterwards. You're like, yeah. it's it's like how serious some of the conversations get. Right. Well, especially when we take a break and some people go to the restroom and, you, and somebody plays to the side and say, hey, so, so you know, so what do you do again? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, you yeah. guys are real, I like, I like your vibe. Like, you yeah. know, so somebody said, um, so what are you guys doing tonight? She was like, well, no. We're gonna go home and rest. We gotta go to church in the morning and this and that. And she's just wide open with it. Like yeah, she's sure like mid swig. She's like, yeah, I'm going to church tomorrow. Yeah. And yeah. they're like, oh, cool. <laughs> so so weird. And it just opens up. Nice. Yeah. yeah. So it's pretty. It's, it's very interesting, man. To because yeah. at first I was a little bit leery about doing it. Yeah. Just because of Jesus wouldn't have done it. Well, yeah. exactly. That's I, right. Not because of he me. stayed away from those people <laughs> in those places. Exactly, yeah. and, and not because I think that, but because you know. That's kind of an image, though. Jesus on a pedal bike. I can see him doing it. Yeah, like, yeah, dude. yeah, yeah, man. It's very yeah. Monty Python. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's, it's it's pretty cool, man. It's, it's been good, man. We're just grinding away, getting ready for our move. Any of those on hearing this want to help? Yeah. <laughs> just kidding. Just, I think if you're a friend. Yeah, yeah. If you want to drive down from Kalamazoo and help Mondo yeah, exactly. move. There you go. <laughs> yeah. The date would be when? Uh, May 21st. Yeah. 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 No uh, big deal. <laughs> yeah, man. It's all good. My wedding anniversary, as a matter of fact. Nice. There you go. Okay. I move in honor of you. There you go. Yeah, man. All so, right. Well, we will be back in just a moment. Conversation with our, our friend who's come in to see us. So stick around on the Pirate Monk Podcast. Yo-ho, yo-ho, a pirate's like monkey. We pillage, we plunder, we rifle and loot, drink up behind it, yo-ho. We kidnap and drive it and don't give a hope, drink up behind it, yo-ho. Yo-ho, yo-ho, a pirate's like monkey. And we're back on the Pirate Monk Podcast, going to have a conversation with a guy literally all of us just met uh, 15 minutes ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Split-second timing here. Uh, but we believe in the sovereignty of God and the leadership of the Holy Spirit, and I'm not saying that necessarily this was this part of well, I don't know. Let's not even go down that track. At any rate, however it happened, Brian Bensinger is here, and uh, we don't even know his story yet. So. Yeah. Uh, can you give us a thumbnail, man? Uh, what? what uh, first of all, how old are you? Thirty. Thirty years old. Yep. Single or married? Single. All right. 
How long have you lived in Kalamazoo, Michigan? Whole life. Oh, really? Since I was, since I was four, yeah. Okay. Uh, Christian home? Did you grow up in a Christian home? Yep. Okay. Baptist home, uh, church twice on Sunday and every Wednesday. Okay. Awana. Yep. Uh, you've done Awana. You've done the whole deal. Memorized the Bible verses. Okay. Got the nice clothes. Nice. Hymnals. Okay. <laughs> Terrific. And uh, loved it? It was, it was good. Yeah. 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 It was definitely, it was good. Um, but I, like uh, yourself um, and a lot of listeners, it was, yeah. a, it was a um, decently strict um, Baptist home, but definitely the church was strict. Right. And so, again, it's that story you've heard a thousand times where you come in, you walk through the doors, now you're in church. Right. So it's time to be serious. Um, and uh, a lot of mass worn. We didn't know anything that was going on with anybody. Right. Um, and uh, a lot of legalism, a right. lot of, um, well, this is this is tradition. So mm -hmm. you have to look this way, you have to act this way. Right. Nobody has any problems. Right. Um, but there were, you know, if you found out certain things about people, um, of course, you know, promiscuity was the was the worst. Sure. You know, if you did that, you were it was the worst. You know, so yeah. of course nobody talked about it. Um, so that was the the environment that I grew up in. A lot of perfectionism, and then mm -hmm. I put that on myself. Mm -hmm. um, Always had a calendar. It's been this many days since I did this, and yeah. then and the calendar always starts back to zero. Right. Um, in fact, even to the point of uh, it's twelve fifteen a.m. So now the day is ruined, or oh. it's or it's or it's eleven forty five p.m. You got a little bit of time before the day clicks over. Right. You know. Right. I mean, so like really, really rigorous. Um, Got to read five chapters a day of the Bible. Nobody told me that. I just had it in my head. If I read, th I remember a distinct time I read three once, and uh, that was a bad day. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> so, um, yeah. just so much pressure. And of course, you know, God is the principal. I'm the student. Mm -hmm. He's the disciplinarian. I've been listening to your podcast all, all the way down and, and mm -hmm. heard a lot of different stories. And one I just heard about, about shame was that, um, you know, if God was in, I want to say it might have been your, um, Emotionally Focused Therapy 1, mm -hmm. episode 67. And uh, and uh, the picture of, of, of Jesus, you know, after, you know, if you could look at, at, at um, picture Jesus in the room after you look at pornography, what mm -hmm. does he look like? And mm -hmm. he, he hangs his head and his shoulders are slumped and he's embarrassed and he walks out. And so that was the same thing. I was pictured one minute God's looking at me and the next minute he's not. This yeah. flip-flop all the time. Yeah, yeah. Um, completely draining on me. Um, sure. So... Um, after, um, uh, I, I went to, a, I got sent to a Christian school in 10th grade. Mm -hmm. Um, we had moved my, my grades were dropping. Um, I was getting into, uh, um, marijuana a little bit. Um, and so my parents sent me to a Christian school, which was a, a great place actually. Um, really helped me out. Mm -hmm. Um, but because of the rigorousness, uh, I just got tired of everything and right. it was just, you know, if I, I'm sorry, I'm not good enough, God. So maybe when I'm older and I can come back, I'll. I'll do that. So I went in the Navy actually mm -hmm. um, in 2002 and did that for six years. Um, and whatever um, preconceived notion you have of, of a sailor, you know, mm -hmm. you might as well multiply that by 10 of, of what my <laughs> life was like in yeah. there. And it was just chaotic. Yeah. Um, lots of a blackout drunk nights for yeah. years. Um, mm -hmm. I lived in Japan. I lived in San Diego. I lived in Seattle um, and uh, drank a lot. And of course, too. And so. I guess a slight backup, but you know my my main issue, the way that the um, my brokenness manifests itself was in was in pornography. Yeah. Um, so I saw it for the first time when I was six, um, and uh, never forget. Still can't 
forget the, the, right. the, the image yeah. um, and completely being confused and didn't know at all what was going on. Um, didn't see it again until I was 13. Um, so this is 1996. The internet isn't really, it's barely coming out. Right. Um, and then even it's slow dial up. Right. right. <laughs> thankful. That's kind of thankful then, you know, yeah, 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 um, yeah, you yeah, can't, yeah. you can't be so quick, but anyways, it started progressing, progressing and, and it just got more and more and with the drinking and with the Navy and, sure. and, um, a lot, lot of different girls and, um, no relationships, just one night stuff and sure. lots of porn. And that was the norm on ships. Sure. You, you knew if you saw eight guys gather around a computer, just watching. Yeah. Um, got out of the Navy when I was 24. I, even though I was not walking with the Lord that whole time, I still, I still believed everything. And I was like, there has to be a better way, you know? And, and I came back. Mm -hmm. Um, and I, uh, but from there I would, I was hooked already. You know, it had been, this is 11 years. I've been doing this over and over again all the time. Yeah. Um, sometimes for, for hours and hours and hours Yeah. In, until the sun came up sometimes mm -hmm. really a lot of usage. And, um, so then I set forth to, you know, I'm sorry, I'm asking forgiveness. That was really my relationship with God, too. It's just always, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry all the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I set, it's actually been five years this, this May, mm -hmm. um, 2009, when I came forward to a friend, put safe eyes on the computer. Um, and then from there, it was just every day thinking about ways to, how can I not do this behavior? Mm -hmm. um, and told pastors, told all my pastors, told friends, got accountability, would give the computer up, would get it, get it back. Just so much. And then, you know, the shame too, the guilt, can't yeah. be honest about it. Just would go days without talking for God. Then I'm sorry. Then binges just, um, and so, uh, even told, even, uh, told my mom yeah. thought, who's the one person who loves me more than anybody who prays for more than anybody who I would not want to know. Surely if I tell her and make her my accountability partner, mm -hmm. this will stop. And, yeah, it, yeah. and it didn't. And after about a month, I was so tired of telling her all the time. Yeah. That, yeah. Okay, mom, we gotta, we gotta not do this. Um, Heard about you when I lived, I moved to Texas in 2009 to uh, be a youth leader. Heard about you that some guys are doing a, a Samson group down there. Mm -hmm. um, watched your video, read your book, thought this is great, you know, and um, uh, you were one of the first guys I heard really open up mm -hmm. um, about this and uh, started going to the Samson group too. Um, and again, more, started reading more books. Then I became obsessed with, okay, if I can just change my brain. Um, so then it's just, neurology all the time and what can I learn about yeah. myself and so uh, I mean and you know my life just became filled with you know dopamine serotonin norepinephrine all these words <laughs> if I can just find out why my neural pathways why I'm doing this maybe yeah, I can yeah, revert yeah. it mm -hmm. um even got some pills offline once to to decrease your libido <laughs> yeah, yeah you know just okay maybe you know um yeah you can so you can tell I'm at this point just exasperated you yeah know? yeah and um Moved back to Michigan. Um, I started going to school. I, I went back on the GI Bill. I'm going to school right now. I have two semesters left in social work. Oh, nice. Want to get my master's after that. Want to be a counselor. Yeah. Uh, because of all this, um, my minor's in addiction studies. Okay. Um, and so, really, the turning point a couple years ago um, was I, I told my my cousin what was going on, who was a counselor mm -hmm. um, on the on the counseling path, and had been down a similar road, and um, and I was exasperated, and I said, man. I said, I got 10 grand in the bank. Let me just find the best psychiatrist and counselors I can to find out what's wrong with me. I'll go anywhere. Mm -hmm. And he kind of chuckled and he's like, instead of doing that, why don't you just buy me a cup of coffee once a week and save your money and we'll <laughs> talk. And he really led me down a, a road of just 
of, of grace and getting to know yourself and, yeah. and why am I doing these things and what's going on and what's the root causes and, and, and can you still be loved despite this? And, yeah. and, um, and I met with a couple other pastors too, who, who did similar things with me and very intentional, yeah. um, uh, groups of, of just honesty and openness. And can you tell me right after this happens? Yeah. Um, and uh, realizing who we are in Christ and identity and just yeah. all those. So it's been very, very, very freeing. Um, but still going through the, um, the the phone thing doesn't work because I can find the way around everything. So uh, yeah, I would go and get rid of the phone and then I'd get to get it back a couple months later and, and yeah. do that thing. And, yeah. and, and that still is what's going on. And so I guess at the end now, it's it's year five and I really realize grace a lot yeah. more. Yeah. But still, I'm like, all right, that's sweet. Um, let's change the behavior. <laughs> sure, and right. so, um, you know, and, and, and I can feel a lot of pride, too. That's what I'm afraid of, too, because I'll have these weeks or a month of, of rest from this and feel mm-hmm. like, man, I'm good. I'm good. And I hate, I don't want that feeling, you yeah. know. Um, so that's kind of, I'm, I know I talk, I, I try to shorten this quick as, as no, I could, but really that's, good. that's about where we come and, and, um, where I find myself now just thinking is the answer complete um no technology nothing at all and then but which I believe is important for a time sometimes for sure I've tried that for the last five years Mm -hmm. um but then and then I get to the other side of the pendulum where now I'm now I'm prideful and now I feel like you know it's like you said in your book um um right around page 120 but if if this is your thing pornography this is your make or break you're really just standing on kind of one leg and yeah and you can fall over pretty i mean if this is your sin that defines you you know and let's be honest i got this isn't my only thing so yeah um so i've really and i'm almost wondering too like what do you what do you say to a guy who's i mean i've read all the books i've i've been to so many different accountabilities i've done the um i read michael cusick's book Mm -hmm. um i love what he says at the end you don't need another accountability partner. You don't need another book. Mm-hmm. You don't, mm-hmm. this isn't your, you're good now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've realized too, especially from hearing so many other stories that it's, uh, um, this is just a road we're walking. You know, yeah. I, I look at people um, and you can hold people high and I can think, you know, like AA, like I want that 90 day coin. I want yeah. that 10 year coin where yeah. I haven't looked at anything, you know, and, yeah, yeah. and, you know, but then again, a friend will tell me like, just cause I haven't looked at anything in 10 years, I got to, you know, am I am I looking at the at the women on TV watching Law and Order or something yeah, like yeah. you know like what am I, you, you know what what are you you know you're it's really sin is so selfish and, and self centered you know because you're just looking at yourself I have yeah. to fix myself yeah um so that's where I come today is just needing to find some some more just some some rest I think and yeah um, yeah so much performance for so long yeah yeah. Well, I've heard a few themes in what you've shared with us, and boy, thank you so much. What a courageous yeah. thing to do, just to open up and talk like that with us. Um, I, you know, what I heard in the early part of your story was a lot of shame-based living, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And attempts now to shame myself into better behavior. Mm-hmm. Who would I not want to know about this? My right. mom. Mm-hmm. That would be enough of a... Yeah. Uh, right. A big enough shame barrier that I can't climb over. Right. 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 Yeah. Right. Yeah. And uh, it turns out that shame doesn't have much value, uh, either as an obstacle. Mm-hmm. It doesn't give me any ground from uh, 
uh, anything I can push off from to gain momentum, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and yet, so it's it's sad to me that you know, first of all, when we sacrifice the gospel for moralism, and we say the point of the Christian life is to be a good person, that that's what God wants more than anything else is for you to be a good person. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we throw the gospel out 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 the, <laughs> out the window, right? Yeah. Um, then at that point we try to leverage and force goodness and then we start you know pushing any sin that can't that isn't blatantly sin you know we're pushing it under the bed and into the closet we're pretending it's not there all the things that Jesus was pointing out in his conversations with the Pharisees you know we're conveniently uh, ignoring and forgetting about and we decide that something and Man, what better target than sex? Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Something shameful. Okay, this is the sex problem. And if I can just not do this, I'll be right. fine. Mm-hmm. Right? And then marshal <coughs> all the forces of shame against it. And um, now, don't get me wrong. We have to play a defensive game. Right. And I see you've really been working hard at playing a defensive game. Mm-hmm. And man, you've stuck your finger in the dike here and there and here and there and... Um, but this relentless enemy, enemy of ours eventually finds his way around that def, that defense, yeah. right? Ultimately, right. we've built the Maginot line. Yeah, they can, they <laughs> exactly. Can just, they can just walk around the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Like they, we forget all about the Arden Forest, right? You can't get through that. There's no way. Yeah. And then there yeah. it comes, right? Yeah. Right. Now, it is, that doesn't mean that we don't play defense, Right. right? We still need boundaries. We still need yeah. brothers. We need to stay as far away from the edge as we can, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But defense in and of itself won't win the game. Right. Um, and I love the fact that, you know, to me, I'm just going to blather here for a minute. I've been thinking a lot lately about loneliness. I spent a couple, uh, mm. few hours a couple nights ago with an alcoholic. And... Uh, you know, and he was talking, he really believes that his core issue, this deep pain of his, is loneliness, mm-hmm. and that he drinks to numb it. Mm-hmm. Um, and my experience in uh, porn addiction, sex addiction, I do know that, that, um, that loneliness is a, um, I mean, it's just a scary place to go. It's a deep pain, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And since we're built for relationship and we're built for intimacy, that's part of our being made in the image of God. He's relational. And his very being is relational. Yeah. Three persons for Pete's sake. Right. right. And creates us for relationship and longs for us to have relationship with one another and built us for it. Um, when we're not uh, being fed in relationship not, and not even, when we're not able to bring our full self into relationship and enjoy what we were made to be in the pain becomes overwhelming which is what makes uh, sexual sin especially for Christians mm-hmm. uh, so uh, I mean what a catch 22 because it drives us into isolation right. Right. it offers false intimacy as a salve for the pain mm-hmm. Right? So for a moment, we're connecting, but we're connecting with a phantom. Right? So it numbs the pain of the loneliness temporarily and then leaves us lonelier than when we started. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And then says, you can't tell anybody. 
Right. Right? Yeah. Which makes me lonelier. Uh-huh. Right? I'm the only one. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I love being around other guys now who I can talk frankly and openly with and mm-hmm. listen to their stories about yeah. this about this universal fight. Yeah. Right? Right? I think that's the offense. Yes, exactly. I mean, mm-hmm. community is the offense. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, the, okay, uh, I'm going to go hang out with my Samson group on Tuesday nights. But then during the week, I'm going to call guys, you know. And just that, that connection, you know, that's, that's the forward progress is, you know, and we talked about this last night, something you said on a podcast a couple of weeks ago. It's that transparency and vulnerability. Yeah. You know, you can look in the window and you can come in and rearrange the spice rack. You know that community. I think is what pushes mm-hmm. pushes it back. Yeah, right. You know? At least, at least for me. Maybe it's not for everybody. Well, this right? and this thing is like is like a, a vampire that can only live in the darkness. So, like First John one seventy, if we walk yeah. in the light as He is in the light, we have fellowship. And right. so, you have fellowship with one another. And immediate, you know, you pull the curtains open, and the light yeah. the light yeah. hits it. And and for me too, you know, somebody again who's so well versed in the years of okay, I I've got the tools. I, okay, you know make the calls and, and do these yeah. these things and then I think okay but obviously a lot of times in the moment you just don't do that right. and then and then that's some more shame it's like I've got all the tools but I'm not I'm yeah. not doing it but I think even in those moments it's like just be honest let's yeah. just start let's just start there let's just yeah. drop the in fact so many times you know um, you know Rod Tucker would tell me that I'd, I'd call him and I'd I'd be talking super fast, like, okay, I'd, I just messed up, but this one I'm going to do next time to make, and he would just stop me and just say, like, no, we're not going to come up with any strategies to, <laughs> to try to not do this. We're just going to say, I love you, and Jesus hmm. loves you, and that's it. Yeah. You know, we're not going to come up with another, if I just do this, then yeah, maybe, right. yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, and so it's, and I understand, too, that this, I, I'm not the problem, and, and this is just a manifestation of, you know, I'm the tree, and this is what the leaves happen to look like. Yeah, you know, yeah. for me, um, and it makes me feel connected to a lot of people to know that whether it's, you know, food or gambling or drugs or porn or sex or whatever, we're all very connected. You yeah. know, in, in, into our roots and that we need intimacy and long for community. Yeah, and and just to can I be honest, please? Yeah. <laughs> you know, and yeah. not lie. Yeah, yeah. and not yeah. be shamed for it. Yeah, and, and not be judged because one of the first people that I told it was it was. Um, an old youth pastor of mine, um, and uh, and I told him, and he first had a deer in the headlight look the whole time, and like, what in the hell? And he acted like, it's like, geez, dude, I told you I look at porn. And I didn't say I'm finger painting myself doing the craziest yeah, things you're gonna. Like, yeah, dude, you know. And and then and then and he just told me he's like, well, he said, you know, you know, the Bible says to be self-controlled, right? And I'm just, oh yeah, I didn't know Galatians five. I forgot that. Yeah, you know, yeah, I, yeah. I haven't already memorized all the Bible verses growing up. But yeah, yeah. that that's was his response. Yeah. And I'm just like, never mind then. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not self controlled enough. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so that that hurt a lot. And and that's there was toxic. there was lots of different um, hurts and messages and um, something again that helped so much was you got to rewrite the dominant narrative in your life. Yeah. All I heard was these messages that. You're not good enough. You'll always be alone. Um, sometimes I'd look at porn and think, well, this is the closest you'll ever get to marriage, this warped view, so yeah. you'll never have this with anybody. And I know this is wrong. You're doing it, but, hey, it's something for the moment. Golly, if that, 
And so my counselor would tell me, I'm not surprised at all you look at porn. If this is the, are the messages you hear, of course you're going to want to. Yeah. You need relief yeah, from sure. what's going on in your head. And, the, and figuratively speaking, these voices, I mean, this message was every every 10, 15 minutes of every hour of every day of every year. Yeah. That's yeah. all I heard was this negativity. And it's yeah. like it, it had to be replaced. You don't just cut, stop looking at porn and you're fine. Right. You're, not, yeah. you're not okay. That's yeah. the thing. And, and to replace that with... Who does Jesus already say I am? Yeah. No matter what, yeah. you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no matter if you, um, uh, you know. I, I love Brendan Manning and, yeah. and mm-hmm. his story. Yeah. And he had a struggle his entire life, yeah. you know. Yeah. And um, and Jesus, Jesus never. He loves him the same, yeah. you know. Yeah. And so, no matter if again, you've got your little fancy coins, and, and not to diminish that at all or anything, yeah. but for me, that that was my idol. Yeah. Let me right. just get. Uh, let me get thirty days, even. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, in my experience in chasing the uh, chips yeah. during 12-step recovery mm-hmm. is that, you know, I would set my eye on a goal of a piece of heavy metal I got, hmm. uh, wanted to get, you know, and I never got really heavy. I, I hit one-year sobriety in 12-step recovery once, hmm. but I can remember, you know, shooting for three months, getting three months, yeah, and, you know, once I'd crossed the, crossed the bar, <laughs> because... <laughs> You know, here's the thing. We we adopt this perfectionistic approach, right? Yeah. Where it's all or nothing. Uh, that you always go back to zero after, yep. after a yep. slip, right? Yeah. Yep. Uh, and that that the trajectory of recovery is this steady climb. Yeah. And uh, that if uh, if there's a you know, there's no such thing as a hiccup. If you have a slip, it's over, man. You're mm-hmm. back to nothing. Um, there's also something in that. Let me jump to another thought, real quick. Yeah. There's another voice uh, that told me that I was of no use to anybody else hmm. as long as this issue was still an issue in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, it had to be perfect, and it, uh, and I'll tell you what. To me, my when I finally had enough encouragement from friends. And enough self-consciousness, uh, confidence, to begin to help other guys, even with the knowledge that I am still in process. Right. Yeah. I saw that 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 was like a booster rocket to my own recovery. Mm-hmm. However, as soon as I started to pontificate and speak as the ex <laughs> addict and the used you know, to, the, that's right, exactly. <laughs> right. Speaking yeah. the past. That's right. As yeah. soon as I started talking in the past tense. That you know, it wasn't too long after that before I was going to go over the edge. So, um, I love that you're working toward a master's in social work and that you're with a minor in addiction, that you're setting about to help other people, yeah. and and I certainly hope that you don't believe the the voice that will tell you, and you know the accuser will come mm-hmm. and say. Mm-hmm. That until you have all your ducks in a row, you are not qualified to help anybody else. Right, right. Because uh, I've heard that before, and that's definitely. And, and there's been a couple times where I've thought, man, you, you know what? And I had someone tell me once too, and, and this kind of hurt, but thought, you're you're about to be a counselor soon. Yeah. If you still have this, how can you help others? And 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 and, and he apologized for that actually, but at the same time. You know, man, that oh, right, oh man, you're right, and but you know what? That was replaced with you know, Rod Tucker told me once he's like, 
because I was a youth leader also, and he said, of course you're the guy that I want to be a youth leader to these teens right now. Like, right. You're, I don't want yeah. some Sunday school guy that doesn't talk about anything. He's like, you are the guy. Yeah. And, yeah. That, and that really meant you, a lot. You're in the same fight they're in, right. yeah. but you've got some wisdom. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I'm a sinner, but I'm a repentant sinner, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah, I mean, right. If it was about perfection, there'd be no disciples. There'd be no church. Right. I mean, right. Yeah. 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 somebody, yeah. and I think that's, I mean, kind of back to having other people in your life to call bullshit on that and to yeah, say, exactly. you know, if you look at the 12, right? right none of those guys had it together. Jeez, yeah. He was yeah. jacked. You know? He started the church. The only reason, yeah. They, yeah. Yeah. The only reason they were functional yeah. is because they were focused on Jesus, not on themselves exactly. or on each right. other. Right. Yeah. You know, yeah. so to have someone tell you what they see in you and what they believe and that they believe in you right. helps you rewrite those stories about yeah. yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, and mm-hmm. if I can focus on what's good in me, you know, it doesn't mean I'm not going to run the car into the ditch every now and again. Right. right. But right. I've got somebody that reminds me as they're helping me pull the car out. Yeah. You know, you're a good driver. Mm-hmm. You screwed up. You're a good driver. Mm-hmm. You just took your eyes off the road. It's amazing how how empowering it is. Like the, the gentleman told you, no, you're the guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's empowering. Where in in the spot you're in, but it's, it's very empowering as far as where you're going. Yeah. Right. It's it's kind of got this dual fuel thing right. going on. Like it really helps you affirm you and like no you're good dude. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. But also you're, you're gonna get you're gonna be better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know versus hey just all right let me know when you're cool when you're 100. Yeah yeah you know? then we can talk <laughs> and then make yeah. sure you stay on. Yeah, yeah. it's it's, yeah. it's kind yeah. of this dual dual aspect to it uh, at least in, in when I've been empowered by people. Yeah, it's like man, that really helps me in my today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, but also helps me see clear and feel more confident about the future. Sure, mm-hmm. right, right. And speaking of you know a, a car, you know, and what I was told the analogy was, you know, you've been driving a car in one direction for a really long time, and now you've turned the car around, but it's going to take some time yeah. to get back. And you know, um, and I wanted to say it just came to my mind, but. Um, because I, I, I've watched Ryan's second video over over and over again a whole bunch of times. I've showed it to a lot of people. And uh, there was a point in it for a while. I, um, I used to get upset at you. I'll have, and I'll tell you where it was. <laughs> it, it was um, from, from the two-and-a-half-minute mark to the three-minute mark because you said um, almost verbatim, you know, I can remember so many times screaming, you know, um, banging on the steering wheel, screaming at God, asking, please take this away. I don't, I don't want to do this anymore. And and God never did that, you know, and then you yeah. said you eventually concluded that either he didn't care or he didn't exist. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure I almost got that verbatim. I think you um, did. And, uh, <laughs> you're like, this is weird. Uh, <laughs> All right, let's um, do the interview. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, and I would, and I would, um, and I would, and I would get upset because it was like, yes, I'm, that's what I'm asking too. So take this away. Like, come on, Jesus, you, you, you healed everybody instantly all the time. But what I was looking, um, which again, what what um, my friend Rod, Rod Tucker told me was, he's like, you've been you've been looking for a button to push yeah. this whole time so you can be better, and God for sure could do that for you, mm-hmm. but then there would be no relationship, there would be no right. dependence, and and again, I think you call it a, a, a gift. This yeah. has been given a gift to you so that you can come into community, and yeah. so you can, and that's what, um, and so so no longer I, I see that what you said rightly now, and and I finally realized like. Like you're right. Like what a what a disservice that would have been for God just to say, okay, now you never, now you're a robot. You yeah. Know? And yeah. I mean, because He called me into relationship with Him to realize who He is, and with other with other men too, who can who I can call immediately, whether it's before, whether it's after, and they can just say, I love you. Yeah. You know. I mean, because again, it's replacing the lie with with truth. The lie says the calendar's back to zero, yeah. and while it's back to zero, I might as well just 
do it for 10 hours, you know? Yeah, yeah. But the truth is, love keeps no record of wrongs, yeah. you know? I mean, so, which again, I can't always think that by myself. Yeah. So I need lots of people. And I, God has blessed me with a lot of relationships. We're almost on a, I, I would say on a daily, I talk to somebody. That's good. Um, and uh, it is so helpful um, yeah. because yeah. I, I, I need that. I don't know if it's your experience, but it's my experience that by far and away the most destructive people in the church are those who consider themselves former sinners. Hmm. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah, right. You know those folks? Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. They've conquered what they think their sin is mm -hmm. and blind, just blind mm -hmm. to the way they're bludgeoning other people. Mm -hmm. and, um, and I don't want to be that guy. Yeah. At yeah. the same time, I want... I, I want to continue to be able to make progress in righteousness. Right. I want to see the work of sanctification in my life. I, I, I always want to have a hatred of sin. Mm -hmm. uh, but I have concluded that I cannot hate my sin or hate myself enough to stop. Right. 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 And, and, and something Rod said was, um, it seems that the, that the goal of life for so many people is just to stop sinning. Like that's our biggest struggle yeah. is to stop sinning. But he said no. Our biggest struggle is to see ourselves rightly and have grace for ourselves. Oh, and, man. And if we can just do that. Um, Reach it. Because we're not talking, we're not saying, you know, shall we sin so grace may increase. That's that's not no. us at all. We're on the other side where we're saying I'm such a piece of crap, you know, <laughs> um, all the time. But it's like, I mean, just, again, it's it's um, it's a, it's, it's a, a disservice to, to, to Jesus to say your gift wasn't enough. Like, let me, thanks, but let me yeah. keep, let me keep trying. And. Yeah. And we just finally, you know, I, I used to think freedom, you know, the Galatians 5.1 freedom meant um, not sinning, not doing this behavior. Oh, wow. But that's that's not freedom at yeah. all. Free, freedom means you, 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 are, you are free. You are free from this. You are presently and currently seated with God, and he is your mediator, intercessor. Yeah. God only sees Jesus. Yeah. So you can't. You you can't you know you can't stop this and and on your own and, and you and you don't need to that's what yeah. helped too you um, and, and again and when I say need to I mean um, need to um, to be better you right. know I mean you yeah. God picked you up where you were yeah um, yeah 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 I was talking with my wife actually the other day just about uh, it's odd that you brought it up uh, you know the question of how does God if, you know, if Jesus is present, we know he is. How does he regard me in my sin? Hmm. And, how, and uh, I do believe, I mean, the way I see it now, uh, God opposes addiction only because he knows what it does to me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He hurts for me, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't hate me. Right. He hurts for me, right? right? And... Uh, and I, I really have uh, come to believe that, you know, I, I'm an object of God's affection and God's mercy. And, the, and the, the growth that I've seen in my life in the last 16 years, you know, I don't, I, I don't come anywhere. It is true that the best of my righteousness in comparison to God's is like filthy rags, mm -hmm. right? Right. So I, I understand that, that I stand forever in need of His grace, um, but the progress and the, I know that the progress that, that I'm privileged to see is it's the result of His mercy and His affection and His kindness and and it's amazing after all those years of me trying and getting nowhere, <clears throat> yep, to see how much progress can be made 
when yeah. I just stop trying and start believing the gospel. Mm -hmm. yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And we all have to go through that process. And again, that's, and that, that's what helped me, you know, stop beating yourself up because this is the way you've been living for 25 years. So yeah. it's, you know, you, it takes time to unlearn. Yeah. It takes time, a lot of time yeah. to unlearn that. And yeah. everybody's timeline is, is, is different. Yeah. And, um, you know, it, it can be very shameful too to look at others. Well, this person has this time. Why can't, yeah. what's wrong with me that I can't, you know, but, um, it, it, it takes time to learn that and, and replace that with, with, with the truth. Well, I want to say this, Brian. Uh, first of all, thank you for yeah. making the long drive down. We're going to go from here and have a little lunch, I hope. Yeah, you bet. Okay. That'd be awesome. Um, I feel good about my grandkids, knowing that that generation that's coming is going to have you hmm. and men like you to help them. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, you're 30 years old and you're driving hard and you're pushing yourself hard. You're still a young man. Hmm. <laughs> uh, Heck, Newton's got seven eight years, years on eight you. years on you, yeah. <laughs> uh, and Newton's another reason I feel good about my grandkids. Oh, uh, yeah. So, well, I think we're going to have to wrap up the conversation here fairly quickly, don't we, Mondo? We've got a, yeah. a schedule to meet. Yeah. I've missed Aaron and his gift of insightful sarcasm <laughs> I was going to say I would, I, I'm listening I'm like that guy is hilarious yeah <laughs> he's hilarious so Aaron I haven't met you but you're hilarious but yeah. and you're very wise <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah 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 so I guess we're going to go ahead here and wrap I'm sure that Mondo will inventively uh, fill this out with appropriate music oh, and yeah. by the time <laughs> the show goes live it's going to be a masterpiece <laughs> Mondo M Mondo makes the magic here we hope that you guys have enjoyed the 80s Christian metal that you've been hearing. It's got to come down. I don't know. I had a hard time. I had a hard time on the 80s. Uh, oh, rap. rap. I, I, did, I was struggling. Oh, I man. Struggling. I mean, we a, could just do Carmen, Righteous Invasion of Truth. Oh, there we go. There we go. Oh, and the okay. cassette tape. All right, there we go. All right. Well, until next week, all of us here at the Pirate Monk Podcast are wishing you the best. Go with God. We'll see you next week. <laughs>